0: The one
1: noise to to really this
0: is trading
1: break here, here, here. This is and Bangin. And you're listening. To, you are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but bro- glorious. Hey. Yeah.
0: Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Laph, and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the Dark Fruit Daddy, David Grant. How do you doing, this evening, David? I'm alright, Thank you. How are you?
1: I'm very good. Thank you.
0: Good. Yeah, yeah, huge thanks for joining
1: me this evening. So,
0: uh, how you been surviving lockdown?
1: Uh, eating a lot of sweets, working out, watching a lot of cartoons and TV, and playing a lot of computer games. Unfortunately, really? no gyms, no wrestling, well, hard. Have,
0: nice. have you been? Have you been? Any series you could recommend for the listeners? Or...
1: Uh, I've rewatched. So, I rewatched 500 episodes of Naruto the other day, or not the other day, but like since lockdown started. Yeah. Um, So that that was a pretty mean feat, five hundred.
0: Are they like half an hour episodes? Are they fifteen minute episodes?
1: I think they're like twenty four minutes. Yeah, Yeah, they're under half an hour. You know, like they cut them for TV, and Mm -hmm. then you've got like the the um the credits and stuff that are usually yeah. That I usually just skip anyway, and then on to the next one because I don't want to watch. But yeah, yeah, five hundred. I think it's like five hundred and something episodes. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And then I, and then I did it. So then I got really into it. So I bought the game on PS4 as well to play it, play the story a lot. I just watched on TV. Yeah, I don't know. like
0: a hundred
1: seventy odd hours.
2: Yeah,
0: it's twenty five minutes each.
1: <laughs> wow. I should probably know that. Like my uh, shoot job is maths, but <laughs> yeah.
0: That's so, it. Yeah, with, with Random, we randomly went back and started watching Silent Witness from when Amelia Fox. Started in it, so we started like series eight, and I think we're up to series sixteen. So we've been watching two two, two two episodes. I think it's ten, so we've been doing like a season a week. So we're going to do like two, two, one or two, a a night. But it's a bit shit all on TV so (laughs) yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like you would have thought they'd start like putting like decent films or something on, but it's kind of been just repeats of Bargain Hunt and Antiques Road Trip just constantly, and I can't stand them.
0: Eastenders from two thousand eight. I saw the other day some the advertisement Bianca wow. returns or something. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not enough. Well, we got we got Disney Plus thinking, oh, we watched that all the time. But I watched the I Mandalorian. What... Yeah,
1: like... <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed the Mandalorian. Um, I loved it. Yeah, it had more of like a Rogue One feel than a you know, like it was a bit grittier, a bit darker.
0: It was, it was like a a Western set in yeah.
1: Star Wars universe. So it was really good. So it was cool, man. That's what yeah. I was liked about, like, the Han Solo character, though. Like, a cowboy in space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, so all, I... he's always been my favourite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Um, but, yeah, I, I was the same. I bought Disney Plus and just ended up binge-watching um, all of the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Well, it had, like, the Spider-Man, but it was the electric guitar, that one. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't realize until I watched it as an adult. Going, oh, I realized what tune no they're playing on the guitar, and just loads of episodes of Simpsons as well. Yeah, I think within like a week, ten days of it, we're all
0: Disney and Pixar elves. i have seen every movie, and once yeah, I keep threatening to cancel it now
1: because we don't, we barely don't watch it anymore. <laughs> but that's I've got like Amazon Prime, uh, Netflix, Crunchyroll, obviously to watch anime, yeah, and Disney Plus, all on my PlayStation, and I have probably I've been watching reruns of The U.S. Office, so. Oh. <laughs> but I've I've, I've I've got it on DVD. Like I've got the full box on DVD, and I'm still watching it on Amazon Prime. There's like so many things that I could watch, but <laughs> I just go back to the things that are comforting, I guess. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. What about wrestling? Wise, are you a watcher of wrestling, or a wrestler? are you a wrestling fan?
1: I, I am a wrestling fan. Um, I do burn myself out a bit with it. Like I, I have like binges. while like, I watch watch it all day, and then that'll be it for like a week or so. Mm. And then like, it's hard. Um, I get stuck in it and then I get fed up with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not love, hate, cause I do love it so much, mm. but it's like, I'll watch so much and then my mind will just be like wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. And then I always find it quite unhealthy to be constantly on wrestling because I think the people like who stand out in wrestling are the those who take influence from outside wrestling.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: So, like, if I just keep like repeating the things, then my ideas are going to be like repeats <clears> of what I've seen on SmackDown or what I've seen from like WCW, like the early Nitro, or something which I've been watching recently. So, yeah, yeah I, I am aware. Uh, I do watch wrestling. I do watch like the the big shows like recently. I've been watching them, um, but yeah, yeah, I do watch it. I guess pri- good, you'd be surprised. I know. I'm any wrestlers. Don't watch wrestling. Yeah, see, I'm not. I'm not like my my friends within wrestling they're very um, encyclopedic with it yeah. like they'll be able to tell you matches years like I'm not I'm not like that avid no. like I'll just put it on and just get lost in it Um, which is nice because I know a lot of guys within the business struggle to struggle to still see it as a fan
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're just breaking it down all the time and going through the motions and stuff um, which takes the fun out of it so like a lot of the times, like I can watch some stuff um as a fan. Mm-hmm. More often than not, though, it's older stuff that I have to watch. So, like old WCW. Uh, like, I love watching the old WCW when they used to do it. Was it the Mall Mall of America? Is that when to do
0: it? Yes, that's when Lex Luger up in his big white. Yeah. <laughs> that one, I love that episode. Yeah, we went back and we went, start, yeah, went. started watching more from the beginning. We got up to about. SummerSlam 95-ish and then we stopped because it was starting to get a bit pants. Yeah,
2: that's a lot yeah. of
0: fun. That's fun. My
1: girlfriend likes to watch wrestling from when she was younger, so 92 to 95. See, that's, that's where like Nitro like is the big one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was what I used to watch with my dad because it used to be on... Um, I swear it was on Channel 4 and then it moved to Channel 5. It used to, it used to be on free TV, I know that. Like, it it did, de- definitely, yeah. But I, c- I cannot remember what. And then we used to have this is for I sure show my age. We used to have NTL. We used to have the NTL box. And, yeah. Um, Cartoon Network at 9 p.m. I used to right. watch TNT. Yes. So we used to, I used to watch Scooby-Doo. Um, well, I must have been like six, maybe younger. We used to watch Scooby-Doo, have like milk and cookies before I go to bed, brush my teeth, get in bed, and then it would change and then it would be wrestling. That was, then i fall asleep watching wrestling. Yeah, was that every Friday, wasn't it? I think, I think so. Yeah, I vaguely remember that as so. well. That was it. And then, like, if my dad finished late from work as well, we used to sit and watch it. Like, he'd have his dinner. We'd sit and watch that. And then, I, I think on BBC as well, like, they used to have like reruns of Red Dwarf and stuff as well on a Friday. Oh. So there used to be like them two things at the same Yeah. That's a really vivid memory. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love early Red Dwarf as well. <laughs> I just watch. Good. It. It's a bit weird, though, when you watch it without the
0: laughing track, oh, they just uh, yeah, they re- remastered them, and it, I remember that thing that was dead weird. Yeah.
1: Because, like, I remember when they had the, the the voice, the yeah, the laugh track over the top, and that's how it's always been like ingrained into my head. Mm-hmm. But then watching them back without it, I didn't like it. It was a bit weird, you
0: know. But, uh, I mean, it took me a while. It's like it's like when you watch wrestling without commentary. It's like something, something's just not right about it.
1: Yeah. Well, sorry, a bit embarrassing. The first time I ever went to watch um, a WWE thing, I had to ask one of the guys if like they do the commentary over the top. Yeah, like, <laughs> I wasn't a wrestler at that time. I was like yeah. eighteen, and I'd I'd never been to watch WWE before. And I was just like, do they commentate over the top, or like, 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 do they do it through like the PA? And they're like, no, it's just for TV. I was, like, mind blown. Well. <laughs> but, yeah,
0: yeah. I remember to watch a WWE event, thinking it was dead weird that. But- John Cena's in the ring and we didn't have the commentators over him also.
1: yeah well that was like a weird one like I remember just the silence of it or like the the dead silence and the awkwardness being in the crowd
0: yeah because <laughs> I think she- cool. she- she- Sheamus had come out and attacked I think Santino or somebody whoever the place was and then Cena came out to make the save so it was weird not having Michael
1: Cole saying to John Cena John Cena yeah <laughs> well, I think when I watched the Randy Orton match I think it was Randy Orton was on it. It was like, there was no vintage Randy Orton. No. <laughs> Nobody felt in vapor. Like, just nothing. It was just, yeah. It was a weird one, but it was cool. Like, I remember, so, it, it was a long time ago. It would have been yeah. like, they had Seamus and Wade Barrett in like the skybox in the O2. Do you know, like, have you been to the O2? No. Okay, so like, you walk, you walk straight in and they have like a weird broadcasting room but, like, it's got, like, open windows so that like, everybody can see in. Yeah. And, um, like, Sky do, like, live think- things there. I don't know what. Um. <laughs> but they were interviewing Seamus and Wade Barrett. And I was yeah. just like, oh, like, I was a little bit, like, star-struck. and then like I was like, they looked huge, like, like, ripped dudes. And then a little while later, they came down and were walking through, and I was like, oh, they're not that tall. That's really weird. Like, they're tall dudes. Like, they're bigger than me. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I was thinking they were, like, seven foot. <laughs> But yeah, it's crazy. You
0: it can't be that much taller than you. So like you're six four, six five. five.
1: Yeah, I think isn't Ray Barrett like 6'7"? Maybe. Yeah, I, I might be imagining it, but
0: I, I think it is about six six six
1: seven. That's
0: a good height. <laughs> so uh, during lockdown, we've had no live events, but we've had the like Black Lives Matters and the speaking out movements. So how different do you see
1: Brits being when everything returns to normal? I so I've I've um I've been in contact with a lot of um my friends who are people of color within the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the major ones has been um, Morgan Black. Yes. Uh, like so, like I know uh, Morgan from when I started. He was at my first training session. Um, he lives in the same town as me. Like a little bit of insider the- info. Inside. We live in the same place. Um, mm-hmm. we have a lot of dialogue. Um. We attended uh Black Lives Matter protest live yeah. in town. Um, must disclaimer. Social distancing was kept. Um, everybody's wearing a face masks, um, people were handing out hand sanitizer. Really like a good feeling. It was a really like positive feeling, felt powerful and everything like that. Yeah. Um <clears throat> the way I see it impacting the scene, um, I think for new people coming into the scene, there won't be some of that uh what? Why is this accepted? Why are people so um, forgiving with these things? Because they shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I do know of instances where people have been using racist language. That's not. I don't know. It's it's how do I put it. It obviously is malicious because of the terminology used, but maybe not the intent was malicious. Yeah. I um, so that they they're trying to make <clears throat> it a joke and maybe. I'm not excusing it at all because there's no excuse for it. But they're not seeing it as severe as it actually is. I think now people will be more aware of what they're saying, which can only be better. I also think more promotions will look at people of colour and think that they're not, they're not, um, they're not just fitting one demographic. Like so I know in certain instances that there, there have been people. From different backgrounds who have been looked at as one type of character um i think going forward they won't be they'll hopefully be seen as wrestlers like really good wrestlers as well like some of my favorite wrestlers in this country are people from different backgrounds to myself um so yeah I i think going forward like with everything that's gone on hopefully it it doesn't just die down and become a trend i want it to be more um i think more representation Will definitely be one thing um, I think in the locker rooms and that and with fans, people won't be afraid to call out toxic behaviour
2: Yeah. Um,
1: and also I think people who want to enter wrestling or who are in wrestling who are from a different ethnic background won't be labelled as you're this character, you're that character, I think they'll be able to find themselves um, and find something a bit more healthy than being pigeonholed as your Y and Z you can't be something else. You can't be yourself, so to speak.
0: I have to admit that most of the shows I go to locally, a majority are white and male. But there is a great crop of black wrestlers coming through, like Warren Banks and the OJMO, man Manly The Reese, Big T um, Justice, Imari, Tonga, Shikara, mercedes plays, uh Rio, or just a couple of top there. Yeah. It's,
1: just, it's crazy. Um... So, like, where I wrestled down in Leighton Buzzard Sacrifice Pro, we have such a high representation of, uh, people from multiple backgrounds, multiple mm-hmm. genders. We're quite big on intergender wrestling as well. Um, yeah. And I think, like, we're, we're quite a healthy locker room, um, cause it, it's run by wrestlers for wrestlers. It's a safe haven quite a lot of the time. Um, so I think, like, the wrestlers that I've been around that are from different ethnic backgrounds, um, they've, they've just been incredible, and it's mm-hmm. not even that they're incredible people, or they're not. In, they're not. It's not that they're incredible wrestlers who are from a different ethnic background. They're just incredible wrestlers. Uh, the same with like the females as well. They're not women wrestlers. They're wrestlers. They're amazing wrestlers. So yeah, think, the, yeah,
0: the women's scenes come on so much since I start going to shows. Like when I start going to shows that even have no women's match at all, or it usually be a quick multi-woman. Match in the middle of the show with no, little or no storyline to it. But now, yeah. the last 18 months, uh, Alexis Falcon won the Island Rumbles so and the number one contender for the Ireland Championship. Uh, I've seen women's title matches, headline shows, I've seen the challenger in the, the main titles of shows, and being in number one contenders matches. It's, it's amazing how what's happened in the last 18, 18 months.
1: Women contesting the biggest match in the biggest show in the whole yeah. world. Like, that that's it. Like that that tells you everything about how far the scenes come. Like just the, not even the British team, The whole world. It it's,
0: it's great. Yeah. So Despite um, my, my local promotions at like Wrestle Island, and I think they've done three rumbles. The first rumble had one woman in it. The second had two, and I think this year they had six or
1: seven. Out of the thirty yeah. people were women. So it's, yeah, I think and, like so you, you have Jade up there quite a lot. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Jade's one of the women that wrestles, um, like Sacrifice. We also have uh Mio Cortez, Evie Rose, uh Eden von England, mm-hmm. uh Bobby Tyler, um, like all of them, like great wrestlers. All of them as well be the shit out of any man on any card. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's not even like you can put them with any any male and they hold their own and that's you know, they're not, they're not like the early two thousand diva thing. It's not eye candy. It's they are professional wrestlers, and yeah, some of them terrifying. Yeah.
0: We can talk about the, the diva thing. There's there's the rumor going around that Vince doesn't like Shayna ba- Baszler because she isn't the typical twenty five, long legs, big boobs, blonde. Yeah. But...
1: but like, let's say that. But then, like, she's terrifying. Like, she she would eat you alive. Like, I, yeah. Like I, like, I, like, I like I kind
0: of liked when they were teasing her going into the 24 7 title scene, even though it's, it's well below her. But which would have been yeah. interesting just to see her in with, like, to, cause, to Zawa and
1: R Truth and guys like that. Just... But, yeah, what I liked is them to, like, throw some of the women into the uh, cruiserweight. Because, you know, it's, it's just <coughs> weight classification. So it doesn't matter gender.
0: Yeah, when, when they, after they did the first one, I was predicting when they did the second one that if they did the second one, that Charlotte would have been in it and she would have got really far. That was yeah. my prediction for like 2017, I think it was.
1: But Which, there's some she, great uh, female cruiserweight wrestlers, or high flyer wrestler, sorry, as well. Yeah. So it would make so much sense. And like, when they did the mixed match challenge... That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was like, that, that was kind of teasing it. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yeah, we're going to give you something in, kind of intergender. And then, nope, no more, gone. But like, they you just, can imagine, like, Shayna Baszler just beating up our truth Like, that's not yeah. even a question. That yeah. should happen. Yeah. Well, you just saw the pop that Ronda Rousey got when she was battering Triple H at
0: WrestleMania a couple of years ago.
1: Was, yeah. She got a couple of punches in on her and the crowd just blew up. Just like, like, they put Nia Jax, didn't they, in the Rumble at that time as well? Did Nia Jax? Jack's was not
0: in this year's rumble but she was in last year's. No, rumble. she in the
1: men's one that went through. Yes, she took out r truth at number thirty. Yeah. So like, I don't know. They keep teasing it. Like they should definitely do it. They well, they,
0: they just... booked it. If she wasn't in for that long, they booked her really strong. So I think they big three men had to do their finishes on her just to get her out of the ring, even though she was only in for a couple of minutes.
1: Yeah. Well, it puts her out. Uh, it puts her over as a monster. Mm. And then, like, you just don't have a face someone like Braun or. Big show, like you just don't, you just protect her size. Yeah.
0: Hello, my dear friends, it's Jethro Roos here You are listening to a broken but glorious wrestling podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds, sounds sounds a bit glorious,
2: doesn't it? Broken, broken and glorious, Jethro. Yes.
0: Who was your favourite
1: wrestler? A Go- uh, bit controversial it's Goldberg. As I said,
0: like, being be, a WCW fan,
1: yeah. That's like literally like. So I remember sitting on uh, my dad's lab in the living room watching WCW and it was um, it was the w- where they gave away Hulk Hogan Goldberg on Nitro for free mm. and it just yeah. like I remember watching week in week out just murdering people just just going through people it was insane um, and then yeah and then he won that and that was like such a big thing for me like I was such a big fan of it um, and I remember one year for Christmas I got a it was Goldberg versus um, Kevin Nash, and it was like a thumb war game, like thumb <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah, like the like and you like yeah. it had like handles and then like a little fake ring in the middle with like a circle, like that was like voice activated, yeah, and like you'd pin the, the thumb down, it'd do like one, two, three, ding it, and then ring the bell, and like that was the only thing I ever had like Goldberg related, like couldn't get any figures or anything, um, so like that was like my favorite childhood toy, and then it broke. Um <laughs> I know. He, he was
0: kind of it, and I didn't watch WCW growing up. So he was, but the friends would, who did were always like you built up this mythos in my head about this
1: guy who just batter he people was, every week. So he's like a superhero, literally like a superhero. It'd be like like, like Superman. Like nobody can beat up Superman. Superman's no. like Superman. Right. So so like yeah, like Goldberg comes down, beats up people. The only thing is, his kryptonite is a uh was it a cow poker cow poker cow prod cow prod that's the one that's his kid tonight but yeah that, that he was a superhero that was the thing like yeah, yeah. It, was, it was crazy Um but I just remember him being like such a big 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 scary man mm-hmm. but like he was a good guy like that was yeah and then I remember so I had a Playstation 1 and um my parents bought me WCW Mayhem mm-hmm. on it and it yeah. was like all centred around Goldberg like the it starts up, like the intro is like Goldberg, but he's getting like made in a lab, and like they make him out of like graph. Like if mm. you can find it on YouTube, it's just like the wildest intro for a game. But like yeah, they're like developing Goldberg in like a test tube thing. But there's like like a a graph thing that goes up him, and then like the skin layers in, and then the mm. next thing like he just pops out, and it's all the sparks behind him and shit. So cool. As a kid, that was so cool.
0: Yeah, I've got vague recollections of. Rent that out from the video shop. That was a little. <coughs> so, what um, prompts you so to on the tights and get into the ring? Though.
1: Um, so one of my friends is a photographer um, who does sacrifice good wrestling. Uh, he's done some future stuff. Where has he done up north? Hmm. I think it's BWR. Um yeah. But yeah, so he like he films and photos wrestling. Um, and one Sunday I was just like, got nothing on. Um he was like, Oh, um, do you wanna come watch wrestling? Like, I tell the first, just come with me, you'll meet all the guys, and then after we go for food. And I was like, Yeah, I got nothing on, it's a Sunday. Didn't used to do anything Sunday apart from have like huge hangovers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: that's where like the character in real life leads into one. Mm. Um, yeah, so he said, Come with me. So I went down, met the guys. Um first guy I met was Hustle Malone. Yes. Uh, like very welcoming. Sat there, I watched the show. Um, yeah, it was a great show, really entertained. Um, enjoyed it. So I went to the pub after with, with my mate. Um, his name's Mark Kidsley. Just, that's a plug. Um, yeah. yeah. So we went to the pub after, had a few drinks and then he drove me home and that. And then the month after he was like, do you want to come again? I was like, yeah, I really enjoyed myself. Went again and then just kept going and kept going. And then one of the guys was like, you're quite big. Why, why are you not doing this? I was like, well didn't think it was accessible like that was always the thing yeah like indie wrestling wasn't really a thing for me um until then like i'd seen i saw gangrel at butlins when i was like 11 um, yeah yeah and then yeah that was it and then a week oh yeah one of the week after one of the shows as well my mate was like oh we've got a free ticket to come watch um another promotion but it's in wales do you want to come and i was like yeah okay cool so i went with him um and it was an attack show. Yeah. Um so my first wow. like proper indie show had like Pete Dunn, Trent Seven, Tyler Bay, wow. <laughs> uh Nixon Null, Chris Brooks, Lycos, uh Bowlerama, uh Love Making Demon, like uh, and I really enjoyed oh, it. Uh, it also had some wrestlers that we don't mention anymore. But it was no. like thoroughly <laughs> enjoyable. Um and it was stupid. Like all the yeah, the wrestlers had like gimmick, like they weren't their gimmick, they were yeah, just like Christmas themed gimmicks All
2: right. <laughs>
1: it was it was fun like attack wrestling is like so much fun um so yeah like that was my first show um so in a bit a little while after, year my mate was like oh well there's a school near you go have a look so i went down to one of their shows watched one of their shows i was like "Oh okay this is this is good like this is not too bad um they had a couple of guys who had just graduated the academy so like i could see the levels of
2: mm-hmm.
1: what's going on i thought like, okay i might be able to do this um bearing in mind i had like i've not done sports for like two years um went to the gym but not religiously like no cardio at all um still barely have cardio but yeah uh we uh yeah i went i went down to a training session there um and just kind of loved it since like yeah we say
0: if you can survive your first training session that wrestling might be for you i know my co-host nick went once <laughs> yeah too much and we never went
1: again. <laughs> yeah well uh, like the first one wasn't too bad i think it was like the second or third like by the time i'd done that like and but i was just doing bumps just constant bumps um yeah like my neck had, my neck was sore and everything i was laying there i, I think i got like four hours sleep wow like wow. i was just laying there like i couldn't move like so stiff like couldn't get my shirt on for work the next day because i had to yeah had to wear shirts before lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> um, now we just, I just wear shorts and t shirt, but
0: yeah, uh, yeah. I couldn't some some, some days I only get dressed to walk the dog. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> sometimes I'm just, I I'm t- talking to the public in my pajamas.
1: <laughs> so, sometimes I don't even put shoes on; I just put my slides on yeah. and just go in. It's kind of bad, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. So like, yeah, the, the, the day, the night after, I just couldn't. I was so sore. Um, at, like probably the first month, two months, mm. it was sore. <clears <clears <laughs> constants or wow. um just coming home getting in a bath and it's like it's the little things as well like grazes like like if you've ever been in a room just the the canvas burn yeah but no one says about it but canvas burns grim <laughs> especially if your knee pads slide down as just trying to slide into the ring, so it's just skin up, like ugh.
2: oh yeah
1: i had we were doing drills once and like it was just sliding in um take a move like, do a move, take a move, roll out, slide in, just continuous. And by the time, like, my knees, like, bleeding, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And then I had a shot after as well, and I had to bump on him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so
0: you being such a big Goldberg fan, was he who, you like, wanted to mold your style around when you started training?
1: No. Um, so, I'm kind of a big Kevin Nash man. <laughs> um, I just love, like, the big dude that thinks he's sexy. Um, cocky as shit. Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: I just love that. Like, I don't know why it might just appeal to my personality. Um, but yeah, like, I love, I'm, um, yeah, quite a big fan of Kevin Nash. Um, Goldberg, not so much as I got older. Um, you know, like when you grow up and you think, Superman's oh, cool, and then he becomes lame, and Batman becomes the cool guy. Yeah. It's the, the same sort of idea. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh no, he's not actually the cool one. It's Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash is the cool one. Um, well, before he blew his quads. Actually, to be fair, look at him now. He looks pretty good. Like, if I don't know if you've seen pictures of him recently. He looks. He looks amazing. amazing for us, Was he sixty? So
0: yeah, he's really he, man. He was in that Magic Mike film a couple of years ago, and he looked amazing. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's just crazy. i yeah. I hope when I'm that, if I make it to that age, I look that good. Um, but yeah, like yeah, Kevin Nash is someone that I quite I quite wanted to. Quite wanted to build my style around, yeah. Was um, that well, more a ca-
0: uh, character-wise, or was that yeah, in-ring
1: move set? Was it a bit of, both? Bit, of car- bit of character, bit of move set? Mm. Um, I do like to move around a bit compared to what I what some people have told me I should move. Like, um, I like to move around a bit more than that. Um, so it's kind of been like like a leash on like athleticism. I guess mm-hmm. is the word. Yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of like. I'll do i do like some power moves and stuff, but sometimes I want to move a bit fast and do something, um, depending on who I'm working. Um, so and Kevin Nash was never a fast athletic worker. No it's a bit of yeah, it's a bit of like balancing what's fun with what's required. Uh yeah, I think that's probably the best best way to explain that. Um so a lot of my stuff, um, I look at uh John Tentor when he was doing his more athletic stuff as well. Yeah.
2: Alright.
1: Crazy, like, crazy mover sometimes. Like, the gu- with all respect to him, obviously he, like, did the sumo thing, but, like, the dude was, like, a barrel with legs, but could move, like, yeah, terrifying. So, yeah, like, I kind of, like, try to mix them to, to find a style. Yeah, that's a, an interesting pairing. <laughs> so. I know, I, it's, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit of a weird one, but, um, it's what appeals to me, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. You cool. know, so. If you're not having fun doing it, then not really much point doing it.
0: Right, cool. Um, well, take us back to your like your first show. What What do you remember about it in hindsight? Did you enjoy it?
1: How was your match? Um, so, sure. so, so I, I did manage in first, um, so I got a bit of confidence being in front of people from that. Um, and I were hit. You, were, were, were you a manager, or are you like a diesel enforcer type? Uh, yeah, I was an enforcer. Um, well, so it was like. Um down at Sacrifice, um we did a huge year long storyline um with Cy Gregory, mm-hmm. um, Kyle Kingsley, myself, um, CJ Carter, like there's a few people thrown in and out. Um and the guy that I was tagged tag- that I tagged with down there, Cobra. Um and we did like a security gimmick. Mm-hmm. So <coughs> like white shirt, jeans, black boots, tie and a bomber jacket. So like, proper looking like a Friday night bouncer. Um Trying really hard to stay away from Big Fucking Joe's gimmick, though. So. yeah, <laughs> uh, like big dude, white shirt, security beard. Yeah, it doesn't work. Um, but yeah, so we did that. Um, we were Kyle Kingsley was chasing the uh the title for a whole year, near enough. It was it was a great layered storyline. Mm-hmm. Loved every moment of that. Um, so like with like I was occasionally like sliding in, hitting moves, being in the ring in front of. Fans, so the confidence built it. I think personally, that should be the way most people see how the business is and learn. Because, like, I was in the ring with great people and they were just bouncing off the crowd. Um, I was in a ring with the, the general manager, Richie Swish, um, who just got heat like, and, like he had the, the fans, the crowd in the palm of his hand. Mm-hmm. And, like, any word he said, they just booed him. They hated him. Um, so yeah, like seeing that and seeing how people react, trigger words and stuff like really helped. So when yeah. we had our first match, uh, don't get me wrong, I was so nervous, like terrified. Um, but yeah, it it wasn't too bad to be honest with you. Um, it was a six man future wrestling, and um, so it was me, me Kyle Kingsley, and Joe Cardinal versus Brett Myers, Hustle Malone. Um who was the sixth person? Oh, I really apologise to whoever that was, but I can't remember who it was. But it was it was like a it was so it's like battle brawl gimmick. Mm-hmm. So like you've got um heals and face teams. So like there's a lot of dynamics going on there. So it's like people picked at random to be tagging oh, together. That's, that's fun. Yeah. So there was a lot of like heel and face things, arguing within teams. Yeah, it was cool. Um really enjoyed it. Um Yeah, that sounds like a yeah it was it was stupid at points um yeah Brett Myers is a very silly man <laughs> he uh yeah, I've been in the room with him three times, and each time he's made me corpse, so yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like thoroughly enjoyable, like literally like the craziest day, um, yeah, I loved every moment of it, to be honest with you, it was like the stuff I did was just not even there, really, no, um, kind of just like just being driven around like i was a passenger for the whole thing but it like it got the it got the fire going more so like because training's great and like you could be the best at training but as soon as you step in front of people you could freeze you could do anything wrong um so yeah it was just it was fun it was really enjoyable did you plan out an entrance
0: i've had people who went i've I've, we planned out this match my first match and then i went walk for the care and i go i haven't got a clue what to do now i've never any thoughts about what to do on my entrance is just this music playing and
1: uh um so i had one word and somebody was just like just be loud (laughs) so literally i will come out and just yeah i just roared yeah um (laughs) yeah like and that's like it sounds stupid but i've still been doing it now like like I've no like I've had feedback from promoters and stuff, and they're just like, yeah, most people come out and they're just silent and they do a pose, and then they run into the ring. I'm just like nobody mm. ever makes noise, or very few make noise, or like you got to make them like turn and look at you. Yeah. So like that's one thing I've always like tried to do. Uh, once I did it, and my voice broke, so that wasn't <laughs> great. That was a <laughs> but yeah, it's fine. Um, but yeah, so like. As soon as like the song hit, I didn't like, as soon as, I picked the song, but as soon as it hit, I was just like, no, this isn't for me. Yeah. I knew, like, the, the music choice was wrong, but just went with it, loud, shouting, got some sort of reaction, and then, after then, I had no idea, so I just walked around the <laughs> ring, climbed up onto the apron, didn't do anything, no drawing with the crowd, no nothing, I was just like, oh, that like, was like, squeaky bum the whole time, Not I was just like, nervous, okay, cool, let's, you know what you're doing, Tunnel focus. Yeah.
0: Cool. So, wh- where did the dark fruit daddy Monica come from?
1: <laughs> um, so, when like when I say I used to go to sacrifice pro and have a drink afterwards, the guys always had yeah. dark fruits always. Um, so it was just like like you're really into it, and I'm like, yeah, like it's it's just an easy drink. Um, and there's like a thing with my real that, that's, that's such a bad way to put it, my out of wrestling friendship group. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, we always have a dart fruits. um So there's like, yeah. it sounds bad, but we go for like lads' weekends away. um There's like a, you know, like the you stick like your little finger out and your thumb up and then fold all the fingers in. So just like, oh yeah, like we'll be at the bar, like what do you want to drink? And then you just do that like that hand yeah. signal and then give it a shake. Everybody knows, yeah you want a dart fruits. <laughs>
2: so, like
1: yeah. it's it's bad, but like I'm going for festivals and like weekends away. There's like we have like hand signals. So like if you want a dark beer, it's like flat palm, um, facing down and you give it a little wobble, that's a dark beer. If you want a yeah. light beer, if you want a dark fruit, it's that. it's just weird, but yeah, anyway. Um, so like it's it's just a thing that like my friendship group has. Um so like, yeah, I just always like drank dark fruits like in, in my real life. Um so when I sat hanging out with like friends within wrestling, they were always like, You're always drinking dark fruits. They'd have a like, would have a like, house party, like a gathering of people. Mm-hmm. Always take a crate of dark fruits, you know. They're just like, what? Why is it always dark fruits? And I'm like, I don't know, I just really like it. They're just like, oh, okay. And then um, it just became a an in joke that they're just calling me dark fruits daddy, um, <laughs> I a dad bod. Mm-hmm. Um, I did used to make the joke that I liked uh, females to call me dad, daddy in the bedroom as well. Yeah, um, probably not anymore because yeah, I realised it. It is just a stupid locker room joke. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, got a dad bod and I like Dark Fruits. That's, that's literally where it came from. Um, yeah, it's one of those silly, like, real life things that kind of worked. Um, so I just thought, like, I'll, I'll see how far, like, this will go. Um, and, like, there's obviously, like, a there's a culture behind it. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm like, on, on Facebook, like, I follow, like, the Sesh Bible and stuff like that. And it's, like, all about Dark Fruits and unbelief and, you know. Or like the whole festival rave scene, so like yeah. that—that—that's kind of where it came from. Um, and then I went like Download Festival. Um, oh. The amount of people drinking dark fruits. I missed
0: Download so much. I've not been since Honestly,
1: 2010. Yeah, this year was devastating that it was cancelled.
0: Um, I was wrecked by the Friday. I was like, I can't drink you to, for six well, days in a row. you to go the Wednesdays Wednesdays.
1: to Set your tent up. Get paralytic by about seven eight o'clock. And then just not stop yeah. drinking until Friday because I wanted to watch banter and remember it. So I'd have a couple on Friday, a couple on Saturday, and then drive home Sunday night. Oh yeah, two thousand nine
0: and two thousand ten combined, I probably watched seven bands. <laughs> we
1: just sat in the campsite. See, I think it was twenty fifteen. I think it was well, went, and it was like it just didn't stop raining. Like it was really bad. Mm. Um, but the Wednesday and Thursday was so hot. Like I had. My mate had a uh, sunstroke. Oh, wow. Um, like I had like sunburn everywhere. Um I ha I ha I was wearing a snapback all weekend. Um I had like proper tan line like as in like my my skin tone had changed like completely. Mm. Like in a day. It was so bad. It was so hot. Um yeah, so that that was that. And then on Friday night the heavens just opened. Ironically, when Slipknot were playing um, Psychosocial, <sighs> yeah, like, that the will kill us all,
2: yeah. <laughs> and it was just like
1: hammering it, like literally just the worst, and I remember going back to the tent and like, just couldn't sleep, the rain was so heavy on the tent, it was just horrendous. Um, so, yeah, like, that was just a cra- yeah, crazy one, but ever since then, not rain, well, one year it didn't rain, one year it didn't rain, but I've been, but. In yeah. 2009,
0: I think it rained the whole weekend, so it was just like. It's, it's the only thing you can really do is get drunk.
1: <laughs> it's
0: yeah, fancy. Well, you either get drunk or you get
1: grumpy. And, yeah. like you <laughs> get grumpy, then the festival's over for you.
0: And so, uh, jo- during our chat in the lead up to the interview, you've mentioned you're in love of grime music, so how how's that scene influenced your character?
1: Okay, uh, yeah, so, um, so like the area that I've grown up in is quite diverse um There's a lot of people from different cultures around. um My friendship groups growing up were all quite kind of different. um mm. I had my emo phase, but before then, I had my Cav phase, um which was like Cream, Reebok tracksuit, on uh, Fred Perry t-shirt, like mm-hmm. t- night socks like that. That I went the whole nine yards with it. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like that's kind of where it started, really, because like I used to listen to a lot of stuff. Um, you have like the old school, like Lord of the Mike stuff, like Kano, Wiley and that.
0: It's Dizzy Rascal, right, I'm like yeah, 100 that Dizzy Rascal, Yeah, I, 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 I remember being very drunk at the Leeds Festival dancing Dizzy Rascal and joined it, that's far, that's, bad, that's amazing, I love yeah. Dizzy Rascal, um,
1: yeah, so, he used, kind of is, um, he's, so, he was grime, and then he left, and then did pop music, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because some beef happened, I heard he got stabbed. I don't know what. Wow. I don't know what it actually is. It, you know, like when you're a kid and people were like, "Oh yeah, Marilyn Manson took some rib, ribs out, so he could." Yeah, that was Prince.
0: Was that was Prince. Prince when I was younger. and Then when my brother got into secondary school, it became Marilyn Manson.
1: Okay, so like <laughs> it's kind of like the the rumors that you hear as a kid. <laughs> so like, yeah,
0: Marilyn like, Manson was, Mal- Mal- was Fred Savage's friend from Wonder yeah. Year. That was one. I remember that one when I was younger. It's, it's not true. It's, it's <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> so. but yeah, yeah. So like, like that was a thing. So like, yeah, he left, and then I think he started doing some stuff with some drill rappers. I'm not sure. I've been listening to some stuff um, that he's randomly appeared on. Like, I'm working out, and I can hear it, and I'm like, that sounds like Dizzy Rascal. Mm. I swear he doesn't do grime anymore. Um But yeah, so like, there's a there's a lot of. um it was, like, the, res- the resurgence of Grime, really, where you had, like, like Stormzy first came out like and got big. Um, so, like, that I kind of fell-, fell out of love with it a bit. Um, yeah. But then, like, I've been listening to uh, more... They're not underground, because, like... Have, yeah, so you've got, like... Um, do you remember Roll Deep? They did, that like, that Avenue song. It, like, was in the charts.
2: Uh,
1: it was a long time ago. Um, <laughs> but there's a guy that was in that... I listen to quite a lot um his name's manga uh he does a lot of um truth like very open grime I'm mm. um, talking about like his personal demons um talking about um how people who are stuck inside um the drug cycle the uh, theft cycle the gang yeah. culture um feel jealousy towards their friends that are falling out of it getting degrees and stuff um it's very uh it's very uh cathartic to listen to because it's quite a masculine genre yeah much much like wrestling when you see wrestlers and they speak out about their mental health or you know like these are guys that are supposed to be like hard and masculine and scary and they portray a scary character but then they're talking about you know how he's afraid that he won't be able to put money on the food uh, won't be able to put food on the table for his family or yeah uh like about ex relationships and how he's happy that he met that person, but they're not the right person, and letting go of things. Like, it's really quite powerful to see someone in a position or in an industry of power mm-hmm. talk about things that leave them vulnerable. So, yeah, true. yeah. Um, and then there's like other stuff as well that I've been listening to. Um, there's a like, so they're not they're pro Um, maybe a couple of years ago now, I don't know, years are just flying past now. I'm quite old. Um, but there was um, Astro Boys who did the song for the NXT UK tournament. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like I used to be, and kind of still am really into them. Um, so I listen to them quite a lot. Um, so that they board like grime, hardcore, uh, rap, like just loads of genres together, um, but really good, like really interesting lyrics as well. That's what I was often find with my music taste. Um, I tend to go for things that are quite like melodramatic.
2: Yeah, um, just catchy.
1: So yeah. Yo, this is the nightmare fuel hustle Malone, and you're listening to Broken but Glorious.
0: So I guess having this all this time has been good for your body, and you've been able to evaluate what's worked, what hasn't worked so well in last year, and you can make like little character tweaks for when you're returning
1: Yeah, yeah, it has been. Um, there's. It's been a lot of time reflecting on where I want to take it,
2: because
1: mm-hmm. like when you're around people like Hustle Malone, um, Charles Crowley, character yes, Tim, is that's... very important.
0: Their video, their video work over the, this last few months has been online. It's been amazing. Unfair.
1: It's not fair to the rest of us, honestly. But... <laughs> um, yeah. So like, and like, it really stirs things up. So like, constantly thinking about evolution, how can take things in it like not repackage myself but the next step because i don't want to be i've always said from like day one i don't want to be one dimensional no um you know i don't I don't want people to think that this is it like this is the finished product it's not it's constantly evolving it's it's taking on new stuff from like so from, from seminars i do from training sessions from tv shows i watch from films i watch music everything like it's constantly changing um, but my music taste—it changes every week, day. Like I'll listen to something different. I'm not going to listen to the same songs over and over and over. Yeah. You know, I need to find new stuff to keep myself interested, to keep people interested in the in what I'm doing. Um. So yeah, there's there's been a lot of time to think about what's next, really.
0: So, <clears throat> so you got gonna take take a character like a down a more serious
1: route, or? More often than not, people want me as heel. Yeah. I think I've only wrestled once as face. No, three times. Three times as face. Um, one for a, a actual promotion. Another two were party gigs. Um, yes. That's, that's a plug as well. If, if people can hire wrestlers for parties in case nobody knows that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We, um, yeah. I've got, yeah. Once as face. So more often than not, people want, want me as a heel. They'd see me. Um, big lad. Um, got tattoos, facial hair. So they instantly anything bad guy usually more often than not um when we do party gigs and stuff and as like kids like yeah. have to try really hard to make them realize that you're not scary <laughs> um it takes a while especially with like fans as well like uh getting things signed uh i'll be sitting there like got a gold sharpie in my hand could, couldn't could look any less intimidating <laughs> and still some p- some people are just like is it okay if you sign this and i'm like yeah of course mate yeah no worries like <laughs> Yeah. Um so
0: yeah. So, so if you've been so big, if you went into like a darker character, how would you stop being like pigeonholed as like the powerful monster role? I, I
1: do I like the the powerful side. I don't like the slow, cumbersome monster side. Um I always think that like like you know like twenty eight twenty eight days later where like the zombies were quick and that's what yes. made them scary. Yeah. It's it's not the fact that they're like obviously the whole zombie bit scary and that. But away from like the slow meandering thing, it became a bit comical. And like so I've I've seen that as well with like some of like watching uh wrestlers who have historically been monsters. Um they're quite slow, cumbersome, and that's not really scary. That's not really I don't think that's wrestling in twenty twenty.
0: No definitely not.
1: Um so, I think, like, there'll still be the power game, and there'll still be, like, the like the monster-ish vibe, um, but I want to bring more of the personality as one, Yeah, and also, yeah, more movement. So, like, like Tenta, like, when he was in Japan, like, fast move, like, wow, that guy moves. Like, I want that sort of um, view, really.
0: Yeah, so you've mentioned your love of the, also, what's the manga called the Naruto. Naruto, yeah. Naruto. And, like the Sith in Star Wars. So so they're the bad guys in there are like, very very cool. They've got like a really like grey, black, white like colour palette. Yeah. Which is so, so it could contrast with the face the face characters. I think it be good if, if you went down that route it be very cool. So
1: Yeah. Um well there's a there's a couple of characters in it, um, that are quite like um especially like for so, like I don't know. It's been out for a while, okay, so spoilers. <laughs> but the big bad guy that's orchestrated it all um, plays the yeah. fool for most of it, and then it turns out that he's the big bad guy, but then he's being manip- manipulated by someone else, and then that person's being manip- manipulated by someone else That's <laughs> the big Um, But the guy who basically sets it all in plan plays a fool for 200-300 like, episodes. Oh, wow. Um, so I kind of like that sort of thing where people like take them as like a Oh this guy's a joke. Um, so like the way I've thought about how my character so, like can pad, be
2: So like a those type thing.
1: Yeah, well like I think like the Dark Fruits thing like people think like it's a bit of a joke. Like you just like to drink, that's it. So now if I can turn it more serious, that can be my oh, like maybe he's maybe we should have took him serious that sort of aesthetic. Um I kinda like that idea. Um also within it there's like there's the um I can't remember his name now. Uh, no, there's a big dude, right? And he, like, he turns into a shark, where well, he's got, like, a shark head and stuff. But, like, yeah. the whole way through, he's, like, doesn't really do that much. But then all of a sudden, like, how much have you read up on it? Because, so, like, awesome. they do, like, ninja ninja techniques. Yeah. Um, it's about ninjas. There's, like, ninja technique, like, floods the whole land and then turns into a massive great white shark. Oh, wow. But, like, but he's just chilling there, and he's got a big sword on his back, and he's just chill, like, just having fun, just being kind of a thick fuck. Um, But then all of a sudden just like switches and then it's, yeah. yeah. And I love like that whole thing. It's just like kind of like a monster but he's very like sure of himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's very um, cocky. Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash cocky.
0: There we go. Do you ever want if you go more serious do you want to like take on the more hardcore side of the sports, maybe?
1: Um, I've done one hardcore match, um yeah, I got a uh, curb stomped into a dark fruits keg by Oh. yeah, <laughs> that was interesting um yeah, I think I'm not a massive fan of like piercing things, like I'll go through stuff, but like you know like spikes and like i've I've, sit, I've watched some death matches and stuff. Death matches are probably not my thing I was, yeah. So matches, of <laughs> I do a hardcore match. I'll get hit with a chair and go for a table and stuff. Like going for a table is alright. It's it's not the worst thing I've ever have, had no. in the ring. Um, but yeah, you can you can hurt yourself much more by doing stuff wrong in wrestling than going for a table. Let's put it that yeah. way.
0: <laughs> so if like Hustle Below went under the ring and brought out a bag,
1: would you want it to have pins in it or Lego? Lego. Lego. <laughs> Yeah, I'd rather, rather it be Lego. I don't like things like piercing me. I've got tattoos yeah. and I've like stre- got stretched ear, but mm. just some like I can had Like obviously I didn't tattoo myself, but like I psyched myself up for it enough. Um, and like I'm always better with pain to myself. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I, it's it's hard to explain, but like, like with like stretching my ear and that, I couldn't have someone do it for me. I'd have to do it myself. Um, and I'm kind of the same with like things, like things piercing me. I don't know though. I've like.
0: I've never done it, but I've I've heard the pins hurt less than Lego when you get slammed
1: on it. <laughs> so... Yeah, I just don't like the whole like going going into your skin.
0: Yeah, um... I don't like it either. So if I can I mean, avoid getting a
1: needle, I will do. So... Yeah, I've seen Tim Lee um uh, spike on a piece of Lego and then mm. have the imprint in his head. Ow. For quite a while, but <laughs> he does stupid stuff anyway. Like he does crazy bumps, does skewer spots. Ugh. Nope, oh, nope. <laughs> I like I've, I've seen death matches where people like put nails through cheeks. like, yeah, I've, like I've, I've watched that live. That was I, grim. Don't, I don't get it. Wow, uh, rusted out onto a picnic bench, right? Mm. Through the cheek. Like, I, I just, <laughs> it was in the back of a pub as well. <laughs> just, I don't know. It just blew my mind. And then it went through a car window. I don't get
0: doing like dead hardcore stuff in front of ten people.
1: Well, it was, it, I think it was his birthday. I'm not yeah. sure, but they had like a uh, like a rigged Peugeot, and they scored yeah. the windows. Um, so, who were the wrestlers in it? So, it was Blizzard, uh, Dread Callier, I don't remember the other guy. To be honest, um, but it was like um, some of the guys from Apex wrestling in Milton Keynes, mm-hmm. and they put on a show. And yeah, oh, uh, there's a guy called Tom B. Yeah, like he's like a zombie, but Tom. Tom, I, I, I don't really. Yeah. That's but people were singing um Zombie by the Cranberries at him, so that was my enjoyment for the night. Um but yeah, like uh, blizzard got his head put through a window and then got DVD onto the car windshield. Uh, I was like, nah, it's not for me. No. Like that, that 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 is not for me. I'm the breaker, Kyle Kingsley, and you're listening to Broken
0: But Glorious. So if you're a promoter for a day, promoting a show, using wrestlers you've either trained with or worked with, wrestlers that are associated to you. So if I give you a match type, you tell me who would be in that match, and if you've got a little story,
1: he can... can... I ask a question? Yeah. Are we allowed to use people that we've done seminars with as well?
0: Anyone you've trained with or worked okay, with. As long as they're associated to you. So, <laughs> right, so who would be
1: in your opening contest to get the crowd excited? Um, so I'm not, I like, I like um, silly wrestling. Yeah. Um that that's my go to when I need to unwind a watch character based stuff so uh for my opener, I would have sugar dunkton yes um <laughs> versus gene Money, oh be hilarious! that that would just, like set the tone like people would have a great time, yeah, yeah, it would be a perfect opener for just a what it is probably gonna be a ridiculous show anyway. <laughs> Yeah, uh,
0: it's a uh, comedy match, even though you've just got a comedy
1: match for it. A comedy match, right, will be a multi-man, all-foods-illegal too. So yes. it's already happened before. Um, yeah. <laughs> but this is, it'll be uh, Hustle Malone, Jade, there's um, a guy from Northampton called Aaron Burton. Um, he has hair like spaghetti, so that's why it's all-foods-illegal. Yes. Um, Adam <laughs> Newman and Chuck Mambo. Fate um, five. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sure. just call it a multi-man. But, yeah, I feel like... Because Jade's vegan, so, you know, there's that. Uh, Aaron's got hell of spaghetti. (laughs) Hussie Malone's on a health kick. I imagine Chuck Mambo eats, like, just the finest fruit and veg. Like, (laughs) I don't imagine him to eat anything bad, ever. Like, he's just pure. So, like, I imagine him to just eat, like... Yeah, just fresh fruit, constantly. Like, I can never imagine him eating, like, a hot dog. no. (laughs) that that would be the dynamic and then you've got Callum Newman like I'm sure he can do a flip for a cucumber or something it'd be great or a
2: baguette yeah
1: imagine a table of baguettes and then he could do a moonsault through that. that'd be great that'd be (laughs) nice so yeah that's the comedy match cool Um, an intergender match Uh, intergender I would have Brett Myers versus Natalie Sykes ooh that'd be good
2: yeah Yeah, I like that
1: one because Brett's a dickhead (laughs) Um, so like he would upset everybody. Natalie's lovely, so like people would get on her side, so you'd have that dynamic. Um, They're kind of about the same sort of height and Brett's lost a lot of weight and is real lean. Mm -hmm. So I imagine the weight class is not too different either. No. So I reckon it would be a very good contest. Yeah, sounds a lot of fun. Uh, Your women's title match? I would have Eliza Roo versus Mia Cortez. Um, Yeah. Eliza's great. Um, And Mia has really came into her own this year, um, or last year, sorry, uh, she was um, was not stuck, um, but like lamenting around, not not blowing up, but like this last year and this year, mm-hmm. like I, I saw her do an intergender match with um, L. Jeff at Sacrifice Pro, yes, and <laughs> that match was insane. Um, the the, the poison Rana was disgusting. Um, but like she moved so well, like moved so many more levels above where I think she was. Like literally, like mm-hmm. you have estimations of where people might be and like she exceeded it, like beyond. And then ever since I've every time I've seen her since then, she's been great. Um, knowing a gimmick as well. Like I remember I met her a few times, uh, seemed quite un- unconfident. Yeah. Um, but now like the, the difference is like night and day. She's clicking. Um, so I think them two together. Because Eliza's is quite underrated, I think underrated. She's mm-hmm. like really good. She, I think she stepped away for a while to do her studies, um. But every time I've seen her, she's been great. So I think, yeah, them two together would have a really good match.
0: Yeah, I haven't had a chance to see them both live yet. Yeah. But when when I asked Hussle Malone this question, I think he wanted to put L Jeff in every
1: single match. L <laughs> Jeff is insane. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's alive or dead because he did die, but yeah. now I don't think he is dead. I don't know because he keeps like turning up. Yeah, I'm sure. We got we kicked him out of the building. Mm. He, so LJF Jeff, like everybody loved, and then he turned bad. Um, he got a black mask, wore a leather jacket, so you knew he was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he just he just appeared again with like white, gold, and purple gear. Oh wow! So I don't know, but and then, I think he's got a tag partner as well. He's like L. Snowflake <laughs> Yeah, I, I have no idea what's going on, but yeah, L. Jeff is a great wrestler. Um, a hardcore stream rules type match. Uh, so I would have a. Essentially, it would be uh. What's the best one? It would be a. It would just be. It'll be a hardcore match. Um, but there will be Lego, um, cross. Uh, well, not crosses, but like some sort of like satanic shit going mm-hmm. on. Um, so it would be Jack Cave versus C.J. Carter. Yes. <laughs> um, I would just love that dynamic because one is like. One will put himself through stupid pain, <laughs> and the other one loves putting people through pain. So it'll be it'll be a great dynamic to see which one gives up first.
0: But um, Jack Cave versus Kingsley, the uh, Lego uh, Lego yeah.
1: baseball bat match was hilarious. that's was, that was a really so good. Match. Jack Cave likes putting Lego on things, so yeah, he's got his little baseball bat. Yeah, um, from when he was doing like I think he was doing Negan. He was obsessed yep. with Negan for a while. Um, and then there was a Lego dildo. <laughs> um, I don't know what happened to that. No. It <laughs> uh, disappeared with time. Um, there was a Lego table, like a, te- a table made of Lego that he put someone through. <laughs> there were just... The guy's obsessed with le- Lego. Literally. Wow. <laughs> but it's not even like building stuff with it. It's just like putting people through it or yeah. people, him going through it. Just Yeah, he's a mad guy. Um, so yeah, I think that match would be crazy because, yeah, TJ Carter's a great worker. Yes, but as a character, evil, scary man. So I reckon them two together would be great. That'd be amazing. Much. Team title <laughs> match. Um, so uh, I've put my it's, it's my card. So I give myself one. Um, up at future. Yes. Um, I've got a friendship with uh, Zach Morris. Yes. Um, we we get on quite well. Um, so I reckon we would like to take the tag titles off of Los Palominos at uh, Sacrifice. Oh, cool. yeah. um, I've wrestled Frankie Vegas before. Um, Never got the chance to beat up Tyvee Lee, though. And now they've, they've got Danny Mayhem joining them as well, so we might need yeah. a third just to back us up as a manager. But yeah, yeah. we'd like to say that, take their tag titles off. Sacrifice is my home promotion. I'd like to bring Zach down. So, you know, it would be be quite fun yeah,
0: cool. and then you've got your your main events your dark fruits championship or whatever
1: you <laughs> um so my dark fruits championship will be a it's gonna sound really lame uh, it'll be a british rounds match yeah um i'll have kyle kingsley um he's the guy who brought me through most um kind of like a mentor to me um even though he's the single most grumpiest man in the world like if you think like he looks grumpy in the ring he's even more grumpier outside of it yeah um and also looks a lot like Arn Anderson.
0: Um He he's oh, have you seen recent videos of him that he looks amazing? He's, he's what Arnold he's bought oh, yeah, Kingsley. Trick question He's he's lost his stomach and he's just beefed up yeah, so yeah, much. It's, it's gonna be amazing when it's gonna be really interesting when we come back when everybody's got um Healed up all these niggling injuries and they've had they've all lost their sl- bellies and they're all beat, beefed up and yeah, they're all just hungry well, to put on best match. The <laughs> it'll be
1: interesting to see who has and who hasn't, yeah, because yeah. I imagine some people will come back a bit heavier. Um, but yeah, like yeah, King's been working so hard. I've,
0: um, I put on 20 pounds, I weighed myself the other day, I was I've like, put 20 pounds on in four months because we're having cake we're having frothy coffees for, instead of just having my normal black coffee I'd have them work we're having frothy coffees for every drink I would have oh. cakes cakes at three o'clock every day puddings every night as
1: well. like so the diet better when I'm at home
2: because
1: mm. like when I drive into work like, I stop at the corner shop and just pick up crap like energy drinks multi-bags of Cheetos so bad when I'm at home I can like nope this is lunch this is dinner don't snack yes yeah. <laughs> i'm at work i sit on my desk and just snap constantly like peanut m&ms are the worst peanut M&Ms are the oh guys. i love them yeah <laughs> but yeah um so yeah back on kyle kingsley uh, kyle kingsley yeah my, my wrestling big brother um versus one of the guys i probably respect the most in british wrestling um which is a big statement i get that um but it's james mason oh wow um watching him so he wrestles at win um quite frequently. Watching him wrestle takes me back to being a kid at Butlins watching. Like, I don't yeah, know why.
0: He, he, he wrestles for
1: um, All-Star every time we get to see him. So. It just takes me back. Like, it's really weird. Um Also, the, the loveliest guy um, did a training seminar with him, gave me great feedback. Like, genuinely, like, was very receptive as well to what I was asking him. You know, the guy's like a WWE trainer. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't need to some kids from Northampton just asking him questions. Like, it doesn't need to... No. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think then two, I know Kingsley would love it. Like, he'd blow his load over it. Um, yeah. I, think, like, <laughs> I think, like, to watch that would be great as well because Kingsley's leaned up, um, he's changing his changing his look, like, like physically, like, he's, he's sorted himself out. Um, And I like watch, watching him work anyway because he's he's, for his size, Kingsley is a bum monkey. He'll bum mm-hmm. crazy for anyone, put anyone over. So I think, Getting to wrest, being able to wrestle with someone like James Mason, who he'd, he'd work rap, work for. Also, yeah. I think like James Mason is very giving, so I think them two together would have a great match as well, and keep it quite traditional. Um Yeah, that would be my main. Uh, that's a great card. <laughs> I really mean, want to watch it though. <laughs> it's a stupid card, but then the main event's serious, so I don't. I don't know. It's yeah, like it's a lot of fun. <laughs> It's for a title. It's got to be serious, guys.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, hey, good brothers. This is Sunset Skip, and you are listening to the Broken But Glorious podcast.
0: Uh, so this way I usually ask us, Where can people see in the near future? But have you got any fa- plans to entertain your fans online? Or
1: uh, yeah, so we're still in the process of change. Well, we, I am still in the process of changing up a bit. My look, my character, yeah. my approach to wrestling. I guess. Um, so yeah on my on my socials um i'll be posting some updates to that um i have teased the start of it on um, mm-hmm. yes yeah, so on twitter facebook and instagram um so yeah that that's kind of where we're going with it um there'll be some change there'll be some changes with uh promotions i imagine i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know who's gonna run after this that's that's another question um but I, I think, think there
0: could there could be many casualties promotions wise.
1: I, I hope not, um, but I, I think some
0: might I be. Well. Say, I, I, think, I think promotions who maybe do three or four or five shows a year will probably survive. But if you well then promotions who do multiple shows or it's it's hard it might be difficult like,
1: to get that capital to start a match uh, again. So. I know um, places that are attached to academies have struggled or like trying because obviously that's like two income's Mm -hmm. gone yeah um it's like house of pain i know they've struggled um done a lot of fundraising with them because that's one of the main places i train um so yeah i know i I hope there won't be any casualties but the uh the realist in me thinks yeah there will be some uh hopefully not to the detriment of bookings for people no but, but too much obviously and also not to the detriment of actual products being put out there you know like if good places that put out good shows go and it's just you know like people fancy booking, um, and not really doing long term visions, then mm-hmm. yeah, you do worry about the scene.
0: yeah, I can't see anything really happening for the rest of this year, probably. Yeah, um, hopefully,
1: I heard, heard a few people. T- I've taken bookings for like the latest October thing. Yeah. I mean, like my I just watch my calendar, like, so I just go through my calendar and it's just literally like just watch the bar go past yeah. all the bookings. Oh, yeah. Not not to to come out or cancel them. I'm just waiting for people to let me know that we can come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's like pointless where you're watching like the bar go down, it's mm-hmm. like going and going going. No, no bookings. Um but yeah. Hopefully there'll be hopefully there'll be some sort of scene hopefully by like christmas they usually say it's quite a dead time um christmas last year was my busiest time so i think what I had eight matches in wow. december last year yeah that was probably quite my busiest time um so hopefully like this year it's more of the same yeah uh, but you don't you don't know like that's that's the, the worst part about it like there's no set time there's no and the thing is, as well with wrestling, like, nobody knows what's right and wrong. No. Like, like, training wise, like, nobody knows, like, whether it's okay to come back. Nobody knows what's set, you know, like, there's no, there's no set rules. No, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to phrase it, but it's, it's difficult. No. Like, because wrestling's kind of policing itself with, like, oh, be careful. Like, you can't train. You can't, you know, obviously, like, venues can say, no, nobody in here, but like, The outside stuff, like the, the daily stuff that goes into resting, like, yeah, like training, uh, working out, networking and stuff. It's just, nobody knows. It's very strange. Um, so hopefully like training comes back. Um, as soon as it does, and as soon as I do any training, I will be posting it. Yeah. um, Just to show people that, you know, not staying still, trying to move forward. Um, so yeah, hope. Yeah. Hopefully there's something to come back to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, before we go, do you want to promote your social media, and then have you got any merch uh,
1: yeah. you want to promote? So uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram is all one. Luckily, I've got all the handles together. Um, yeah. So it's at David Grant PW. Um, there's no dots or anything. It's just David Grant PW. Uh, I have some gear that's on the on the gear um, web store um, with my Dark Fruits T-shirt. Yes. Um, which is a great design. Um, I got done by Shakira, Asia. Um, yeah. Asia Patel, great. Um, yeah, great designer. I, like, I wanted the traditional tattoo style. Like, that's what I've got on me. Literally drew exactly what was in my head. Great. That's a plug for that. Um, yeah. Can I plug promotions? Yes, you can do it. Yeah. if you want to. We've got um, Sacrifice Pro Wrestling in Leighton Buzzard. Um, you've got UBW. Yeah. Um, Around the Cambridgeshire, um, Hertfordshire area, um, some 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 Bedfordshire as well. Like it's there's a lot of venues. Um, there's also UBW Square One, which is the academy that I'm mainly based at. Um, they run in Henlow, which is the side of Bedford from where I live. So it's like I'm trying to think what area it's in. Uh, near Letchworth. Yes. Uh, yeah I, I don't know what county that is i just drive down there one um <laughs> so yeah uh with them uh, i do future wrestling in, in um certainly in Ashfield for so them what like my major base is um also train at the house of pain wrestling academy in nottingham um so yeah they're, they're kind of the main places also northampton has its own promotion win wrestling um i know their last show was cancelled and i don't know about their training at the moment um but that that's where i started um Great guys. So yeah, yeah. What's that's it, there's a that's
0: there's a great scene. Just like just Nottinghamshire into Bedfordshire around the down to Milton, Ke- try between Mansfield and Milton Keynes. There's a, there's just a great scene in between that the the right, right, of right side of the Midlands. So, so yeah,
1: it's kind of weird. Like often often like kind of feel forgotten because like everybody talks about like the North. Like mm-hmm. obviously you got like the Manchester Liverpool team. Some great guys there. You got like the Scotland team. You've got like the Wolverhampton scene, Wolverhampton, Birmingham scene, and then you've got like the London, Wales, that like them sort of areas. And like, we're kind of like in the middle, like, yeah. And like, occasionally, like, a couple of our guys are breaking out, but we don't, for the most part, a lot of it feels like we don't get the eyes on us, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, be it merited or not, I don't know. Um, the quality might not be the same, but I'd like to think, like, you've got people like Warren Banks, um, you've got Hustle Malone, Carl Kingsley. Uh yeah, we have like so we have guys from London drive up to work with us as well. Like Roy Johnson's constantly on sacrifice shows. Yes. <clears throat> um so yeah, like it's it's a bit of a kind of feel like a bit of a gap. Um but yeah.
0: So we watched um, the me and my four well he's not four, he's five now. Me my five year old watched The Future of Rumble today. He thought it was hilarious when the the same faction came out as the first four
1: oh, yeah, yeah. people. He uh,
0: thought he thought that he was just "It's going to happen it's again, broken, isn't it? Yeah. The danger zone's got to come again." I, like, I don't yeah. think there's many more, any more, people in there.
1: Yeah, the Pro Team. Uh, they're a great, great load of wrestlers as well. Um, hmm. Tank. Uh, the one that looks like a tank. He looks a beast. Yeah. A terrifying <laughs> guy. Um, little secret, he's lovely. Um, but in the ring, he's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> got a, a great f5 as well i once saw him f5 two people at the same time i also saw him f5 natalie sites right yeah and no she became weightless but i'm not even like just gone to the world like you know like the meme where it was like da, 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 da,
0: mm-hmm. like and then people go
1: through space <laughs> that was it like yeah. she's gone it was crazy yeah the, um, yeah, the
0: commentator he, he did it an f5 to two people the commentator called an f10 I yeah, five. You're like it's not an F10, it's an F5. It's probably it's two people, so it's an F10.
1: <laughs> Tank is amazing, and then you got um Troy, uh the bald one, mm-hmm. like great talker, um loves himself, like in real life as well. He loves himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's great. Um, and you got Jai Jai. Um, I've not don't know her too well. I've seen her at a few shows. She's always she always yeah. seems like really good. And then Bendigo Guy. Who who actually loves himself? I don't know if he still does it. But he used to come out with like an Instagram cutout. Yeah, where people could take a photo of him. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, that's the guys we're dealing with. But yeah, that was a good rumble. Yeah, that was great. Was the one time. where there was AWOL in there as well? And yes. They did like they, the they medal Yeah,
0: they came out. And, yeah, you and Raw double checks. <laughs> yeah, them, and then just pants <laughs> down for five draws, it's pants down. The five-year-olds the funniest thing
1: ever. So. Yes. Uh, bit behind the curtain. Um, I said to him, like, do you know, like, you watch Power Rangers? They're like, what? I'm like, you know, like, when they all combine together and they make a Megazord? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, can you do that? I'm like, well, yeah. I was like, right, can you do that into a code break? And then I'll catch you and then throw you back. That was, like, the one spot. Yeah. So then he was like, yeah, so then what should we do after? Because, like, I want it to be funny and I want it to be it comedy. I was like, oh, love comedy. Okay, let's go. Um, So I was like, do you want to borrow my spare singlet? So, what he was wearing that fell down yeah. was my spare singlet. Oh, I saw. Um, yeah. So, he goes under the ring and puts that on, then goes to take the straps off to do the choke slam, then it just falls down. <laughs> yeah. So, he loses the power straight away. That was the idea. But, yeah, so yeah that, was, that was a fun one. That was, a, that
0: was of a course, the funniest thing, thing ever his pants fell
1: down. <laughs> they're great guys as well. Like, literally. that They're, they're going to blow up at some point as well. But like, all three of them. Yeah. They're everywhere as well, super hard working. Yeah. They'll uh, no blow up.
0: <clears throat> Alright, so I will put all your links to all your social media and your merchandise in the description below the interview. Um, I've really yeah. enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, I i all... I'd just talk shit.